Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So we become our parents. That is what happens ultimately. <laughs> Welcome to Manic Ramblin' Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. I think neither of us is uh, in sub-zero temperatures, right? Right. I am just above 30. We did have an ice storm last night. So. Oh, we had an ice storm. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It, I think it was worse elsewhere, but everything's definitely a little slick and crunchy and some downed power lines here and there. So it's great. Winter continues to be marvelous this year. Yeah, we um, had a beautiful, beautiful, actually, I can say that from the perspective of my bedroom window, beautiful <laughs> snowstorm rolling. <laughs> it dropped about like six inches in the kids. Now that the kids have a taste of a snow day, they're just like, is it going to be a snow day tomorrow? <laughs> I'm just laughing. <laughs> like, no, probably never again in the rest of oh, my life. Oh, you stupid little Utahns, like <laughs> getting that little taste. <laughs> It is pretty sweet as a kid to have a snow day. I know, yeah. Um, and all of them were just like rubbing their hands together like Miss, like Smithers, like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. I'm like, no, guys, I can hear the plows right now. <laughs> yeah, that was such a fluke for you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, it happened so fast and accumulated so fast that the city was like, Ugh, what are we right. Yeah, not even going to try. Yeah. So we're we're here, we're sitting here. <laughs> it's it's funny because sometimes we have like such a clear idea of what we want to cover, and and we've mm-hmm. we've gotten some actually some really good ideas from people, and I don't know that we mentioned that, but some great suggestions on uh, potential guests and topics and things like that. Um, some of you we've replied to. If we if we haven't, we've definitely read it. So apologies if we haven't replied, but. We're just kind of, we're hoping the world will stop spinning for a minute so we can figure that out. And maybe, maybe we're like less, I don't know, maybe we are less organized and productive than other full-time single uh, parents who are working full-time. Because it's like, how do I, like I have, I have like 150 emails that I haven't responded to. Uh, and it's like, how do I book a guest for my podcast without an assistant to do all of that work and then all this other work that has to get done in order for me to do the job that actually makes me money right. to pay for all of that and then go get my kid at three o'clock and then help her with her homework and right. do pro- yeah well and it's so hard because there's all these good people and we we want to have them on and, and plan to at some point but we can't just set a date and time and have them on like i mean i want to make sure we've read the book or we know what they're working on or we're able to actually talk to them in an educated way. (laughs) So it's really less even the scheduling. It's just knowing that once we schedule it, then there's, there's work to do. And it's, it's not that it's bad work. It's just something else. 
Well, and so much comes up. You know, we've had to reschedule two days because of my book recording, and then we have to schedule another day for my book recording. And then sometimes you you have to pick up Lexton, so we're a little late. And then it's just all these variables happen. This is just the behind the scenes of Manic Rambling Spiral, where we're just like, okay, I can't find I can't find the SD card right, to record. Right. There's always something. There's always a hurdle here and there. Or so I record in the the um, closet in my bedroom and the bed in I don't know if we've discussed this the bed is this it's a beautiful bed but it's hardwood all around giant king-size bed with like a it in the headboard is built into the bed and the side tables are built into the bed and it's sort of a platform bed and the platform is all wood okay and I am one of those people whose toes like actively reach out and grab at things oh, <laughs> okay i stub my toe on that bed every single time i walk around it um like hard like i just start walking towards the bed and all of a sudden it's like my foot will just like there's the bed <laughs> like one of those like stubbings where you feel like you've maybe broke it like you can't see temporarily like the, everything yeah. is black and you're just like it's okay it's okay oh maybe it's not okay Right, right. Well, I'm still recording in Lexton's room, so. Yeah. <laughs> have you even unpacked? <laughs> I, I finally have a desk in my office, so I feel like that's just a matter of finding the time to get things unpacked and set up in there. But I sit at his desk in his room, which I realize I basically just bought him a storage surface mm-hmm. because it's just it's just covered in shit. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to it at all. It's just piles on piles so which is you know it's not my desk so it's fine and as soon as i can be out of here that'll be great but oh and on that note though there were there were a couple people and i have not responded to any of them just yet who uh i think it was either via email or instagram or somewhere that were offering some suggestions in terms of lexton's organization or lack thereof uh, apologies for not responding but thank you so much because they were not only very good suggestions but they were presented in such a way that did not make me feel like an inferior parent so i definitely appreciate that we have a lot of really good listeners <laughs> we really do we got lita some ikea storage that like open storage for her books and then closed storage for the stuff that she can just shove in okay and she cleaned her room before her birthday because I told her, I was like, do you want do you want your friends to see all this shit all over your floor? <laughs> and she was like, you're right. And I came back into her room like an hour later. And it was the, it was like somebody had come in and like done like a commercial, like spick and span, like Mr. Clean. It was like you, everything was put away. It's like giving her the space to put it away helped. That's actually a good point. He has He has a closet that could use some shelves that would help. And I got him like a closed storage from ikea but with glass doors because he had stuff he wanted to see and Mm -hmm. everything in there is meticulously organized (laughs) like on stands and displayed and it's perfect so i feel like maybe something similar that doesn't have glass where he can just really just throw stuff might be great yeah you know i don't i don't care if if it's just thrown in there whatever it's her stuff she's gonna have to get you know she's gonna have to figure that out but like the open store doesn't help show her how to like organize books and 
that sort of thing. She did. So she's seeing, I think we've talked about, she's seeing a woman therapist just to help her. Um, she's way, way, way more open with her feelings than I ever was at her age and her frustrations. And she's a really motivated kid. She gets up at 540 every morning and she walks to the bus stop, even when it's like, you know, there's six inches of snow on the ground. She does it every morning. I never have to go in there and wake her up. I've done it twice. I've had to wake her up twice. Then like on the weekends, she'll crash. And I've been indulging that crashing because she works so hard during the week. But then I went in there for her sweetheart dance on Saturday and she was really upset. And I'm like, you know, what's wrong? And she's like, I just don't feel motivated. I have so much work to get done and I don't feel like getting anything done. What do I say? Do I tell her the truth? <laughs> Welcome, honey. Isn't it great? Yep. That is, that is life's main dilemma. Yep. Yep. You learn at a young age. I guess I never realized that. Mm -hmm. She had, she writes for the school paper, which she hates. She thought she would love it. And I was like, I should have told you that journalistic writing is really not fun. Oh no. Oh no. Very, very different than just writing. Yeah. And she had four articles due in two days that she had not started. And the dance? And the dance. She had to write about the dance. That's why she went to the dance. Ah, yeah. She did that last time, right? Yeah. And she had to report on the dance. And before the dance, she was super... So earlier in the day, she's like freaking out about life and how she's not motivated. And then I'm trying to comfort and soothe her. I go and run an errand. I come home... And she's like showered and dressed and she's like super happy. Like can't wait to go. So excited. Like everything's fine. You know what? I thought about it and everything's fine. We're going to go. We're going to have fun. Me and my friends take me here. Blah, blah, blah. I took her to this like waffles and waffles and chicken. Do they have that in uh, in Chicago? Oh, yeah. And it's so yeah. good. I'm, I'm not sure that she ate it. She probably just showed up and had like a water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and then when she got home, she did the teenager thing and she's like, yeah, it was okay. When they did the couples dances, I sort of sat to the side. So she went with a group? Yeah. She okay. went with some girls. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that many freshmen being there with the date. You but it, like, was it a freshman to... dance? No, it was a whole, like all four grades. Yeah. I mean, I think though. When you're at that age, there could only be like four couples, but you're going mm -hmm. to see all four of them, and that's all you're going to see. <laughs> like, right? It it really doesn't matter. And I mean, it's it's awkward when you when you're in a couple at that age. So it's not like it's this ideal blissful situation, but that's how you see it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, how she saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they process it. And I sat there and I said, you know what? I am not going to be one of those people who tells you that you're not supposed to feel this way because you can't help but feel this way. Right. Oh, yeah. Totally normal. Yeah. And so she, I helped her the next day. We sat down together. I had to do some work and I helped her formulate the thesis of her, of, her, of the what a, article. It's called an article. It's very different than a post on a blog. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So she got it? I mean, like. 
she got she's, all of her articles done and she's good? I think so. I don't know. We, I know she got that one done. I don't know what else. I, I trust her to do her work. And I trust her to ask me when she needs it, the help. So, um, so far, so good. So, you know, so far, so good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like if something had not worked, you would have known by now. So, yeah. Yeah, And is Lexton out of school for President's Day? I think everybody is, right? I think so. That's what, like a week from, it's in like two weeks, isn't it? No, no, no. It's it's on Monday. Oh, I don't know. I hope not. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Is he? Oh, now I have to. Now I have to pull up the school calendar. It's President's Day, so I think it is. Yeah. I know it's just not on my calendar, and I don't know why it's not. Oh. Yeah. This is one of those things that just throws everything off. President's <laughs> Day holiday. Son of a bitch. I mean, that's great to have that day, but come on. They have, uh, my kids have Friday off as well. Oh. Yeah. I shouldn't say anything then. No, no, no. I mean, it's all, everybody, it's pain is relative. So my kids have Friday and Monday off. And then next week, they have school on Tuesday. Lita does not have school on Wednesday. Marlo has half days the rest of the week. I figured this out because (laughs) the number of days off, I mean, obviously it's not as big a deal to me anymore with Lexton because he's, he's home most of the day anyway. But I feel like what has happened is that schools are starting way earlier now because we didn't used to start until after Labor Day. Yeah. And now I feel like they start two weeks earlier and they just have tons of time off. Like they have so many days off. I there's no way I ever had this many days off. No, no way. Like not even close. And I remember like how awesome it was for conferences to have a half day. That's how I know that we didn't have this many days. It's it's gotten to the point where it's almost weird when he doesn't. Like, wow, it's been two weeks and you've gone five days both weeks. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I know. Weird. I mean, we like they get the whole week off for Thanksgiving. We never got that. And I think it's I think it's nice. I'm glad that they do it. It's just I've been trying to figure out how it was possible, but I think it's I think that's why they start early now. Then they mm-hmm. can they can kind of build in additional days off. Were we talking about this study that had been done? Some school districts start, like started school like an hour later, and the kids were doing so much better in class. No, all schools. They, or no, just... maybe Le- I think Lita read that read it and and sent it to me, and it was a school district that started school an hour later in the morning, or even an hour half later, and because the kids were sleeping more, they were doing far 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 better in school. Like no, like within like a semester, they could tell. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, I yeah. I run in the morning, and I'll run at you know six thirty six forty five, and there's kids out waiting for the bus. Hmm. It's 6.45, looking basically dead. Yeah. I don't... Like, ugh. I mean, Marlo, Marlo's still at nine. Nine and a half goes to bed. At, I try to get her to bed at eight. Last night, she went to bed a little later at like 8.20. And she woke up this morning just like dead. Yeah. <sighs> like that 20 minutes is like so crucial to her being able to function in the morning. 
Um, I mean, she still goes to bed at eight o'clock at nine years old. Um, yeah, but if she a, needs it, I mean, that's the thing is she probably would choose to stay up later, but then be miserable the next day mm-hmm. and isn't quite at that age where she would make that connection. Like, oh, if I don't want to feel like shit, I need to go to bed earlier because it's fun to stay up late until you get old and then it just destroys you for like a week. <laughs> Just one day, one day, and it kills that you. That one day. <laughs> you're looking at the clock, and you're like, holy shit, it's like 11.40 fucking 5. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I know that's not that late, right? Like, so many people stay awake later than that. But, like, for me, it's like if I don't get to bed before 11, oh, man, like, I really need that solid, like, so that means, like, seven and a half hours, right? Solid seven and a half hours is what I need. Yeah. But you pay attention to that. You figure that out. So you mm-hmm. typically will go to bed and plan for that. But kids yeah. kids don't because staying up late is cool. And it's really hard too when they go through. Like I still, Lexton is tall. He's probably, oh man, 5'10". Oh, wow. He's, he's almost as tall as me. And he's still growing. And he'll go through these spurts where he eats like twice as much as I eat. And he's yeah. tired all the time i mean he'll he'll sleep in until 10 30 or 11 on saturday morning and then by nine o'clock i can just see in his face that he's dead mm-hmm. e- even if he didn't do a lot because i feel like his body is just growing and going through that and he granted he'd stay up for another three hours because why not and if it's the weekend then <laughs> you know what destroy yourself that's your choice but yeah they don't they don't put two and two together well, this morning she was so tired that when I said we should probably get you to bed earlier, huh? She went, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, it'll be she... interesting, though, like when when night comes, right. exactly. that'll change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's how it always was with, with Lexton. I'd be like, you see now? You see the connection? Yeah, and then, you know, dinner rolls around. He's like, I'm not, I'm not tired. You're just, I can stay up normal time. <laughs> okay. Glad that really clicked. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lita will come in and she'll be like, I'm done. See ya. Guys out. Done. Like she's she's made the connection. She knows. She's like, I gotta get up at five fucking she doesn't say fucking, but she's on the verge. <laughs> I gotta get up at five fucking forty AM. Can y'all be quiet? Stop. Shh. So she just does she go to bed at the same time? She goes to bed like sometimes at eight thirty because she's so tired at that point. Like she's done dance and she's done piano and she's in her homework and she's like been up since five forty in the morning. She's like, "Out, see you guys, done." Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's and, busy. And I know. I mean, I don't know when her growth spurt, if it's still going on or not, but she will go through. Like she'll eat the whole burrito. You know, she'll eat the whole thing. She'll eat the whole goddamn Chipotle burrito and then be like, where's some more chips? Oh, where's another taco? She can't get enough food into her body. Right. It's not like a casual hunger. It's like ravenous. It's like, I can't. And then she'll sleep for like six hours on a Saturday and wake up and be like, I'm so tired. I'm still so tired. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Yeah. I've said it before, but it doesn't get any better. So, you know. You know, and I try to be really understanding about that. Again, I'm 
I understand because we lived through it. We lived through this and the growing spurts and the pain and all of that. But then there's this other part of me that says, well, if you sleep all day on Saturday and Sunday and you have all this homework that's due on Monday, then we've got to figure out a plan to get you out of bed. So, And I also, it throws everything off. Like I do think there's something to be said for going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time, regardless Mm -hmm. of whether it's weekday or weekend. Because if your body is used to sleeping in until, you know, 11 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday, and then you wake up at five on Monday, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, that's really impractical. It's really hard to get on that schedule, especially when you are tired from the week. But I think with time, I feel like it's less tiring to take that approach. (laughs) Try to sell that to a 15 year old, though. I don't I don't think that's going to fly. I don't know, man. Like being just being able to sleep at an extra hour on the weekends for me is like the best thing in my life. (laughs) I wake up more easily on the early side on the weekends because I don't have anything I actually have to do right away. Yeah. So I'm just excited to get up, which I do realize is weird. Yeah. I think I told you about the book idea that I had, right? Like I want to become a morning person. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. the whole process of like there's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna read all the books about becoming a morning person i'm going to put all these tips in place and and then fail <laughs> yeah some people just aren't i mean and you kind of settle into it later in life because when you're young you feel like you're both like you can go to bed late and wake up early mm-hmm. and you can and then that quickly fades mm, i remember those days though remember those days it was nice. Now I can't even like go to bed early and sleep in and feel normal. <laughs> our brains are wired. I think, especially as parents who are very worried about our kids, like our brains are wired such that those indulgent sleeps are very rare. Our brain is like waking us up because we're providing. Oh yeah. That's what mine does. Yep. Where are they? Where, where are they? Where are they sleeping? What are they wearing? Where, where, where are they eating? It's like a constant cog going around in my head. Yep. Yep. I mean, I remember growing up and making fun of my parents for when they would say things that didn't make any sense or forget things. And they would always jokingly say, they'd be like, yeah, it's because I have three kids. That's why I am this way. (laughs) And I only have one and I'm 10 years younger than they were at this point. And it, it's bad. I feel like I'm just yeah. slowly losing it. So that, so my sister's my sister's baby boy came home from his mission on last. I think was we were last, talking about this. That yeah. was when we were recording because you were snowed yes, in. Yes, because I was snowed in. And so we went to his home. We didn't go to the actual homecoming at church. They have a homecoming session at church where he gets to speak about what he learned. And um, but we went to the house afterward where they had like the whole ward over to eat and the family and everybody. And that's where we saw him for the first time. And my kids were so excited to see him um, because they grew up with him and they grew up, you know, having sleepovers with my sister's kids. And so this is the third of my sister's five kids. And he is, my mom showed me video, first of all, of him coming down the escalator at Salt Lake City International Airport. And he hugged his mom He's literally a foot taller than both my sister and her husband. And he is, he's 
gorgeous and like we walk in and he like grabbed me and like you have to understand that this kid didn't talk until he was like three and he said like two words oh, wow. and then for the rest of his life only spoken like two word sentences and was super shy and never like was just like sort of to himself i walked in and he grabbed me and hugged me and was like oh, heather's so good to see you and like it was, i was like oh my gosh <laughs> what is this <laughs> And my mom was walking around taking photos and she had me stand next to him and he like put his arm around me. And you know, when you're taking a picture with someone, you kind of just casually put your arm around them. He like put his arm around me and he pulled me into him and he like was gripping my, my shoulder. Like he was like, Oh yeah, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) So he was just absolutely thrilled to be back. He was thrilled to be back. He was thrilled to see everybody. He looked happy. He looked healthy. He was just talkative and talking to everybody and socializing. And he was changed in a very different way than my brother. Just changed in the way that he had just opened up. It was beautiful to watch. And, like, Lita was like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. But that's her third of five kids. And my sister, the look on my sister's face was she's so happy to have him home. She doesn't have to worry about him being out anymore. He's here. He's safe, you know? Yep. And, like, the relief on her face was palpable. And I can only imagine what she's feeling. Three of five kids. Right. And her other, so her two twins are leaving for their missions in June. And so how old are they? Like, how old are they when they leave for a mission? I believe that they are now 18. It used to be 19, but I believe that they are 18 now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So she yeah. gets another two years of worry. Another two years of worry, and these are twins who really haven't ever been separated. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they're not going to be together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Although I was, I was talking to Cowboy, I'm like, I mean – if you think about it, like you have these two cute, blonde-headed, smiley, you know, cheerful boys from Utah knocking on your door saying, hey, how's it going? And then he's like, no, 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 that's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be kind of creepy. I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of creepy, I guess. Yeah, that would be that'd be a little weird. Probably, probably best to separate them. Where are they going? Do they know? They put in their papers in less than a month. And then they'll find out within like six weeks of that. That's big. Right after she has the family like back together. Yes. And her second, her uh, second child is pregnant, four months pregnant with a girl. Um, she's got a lot going on, man. You so know? many kids. Right? God. Think about that. Oh my God. You parents who have more than two, more than one. Ah. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. You said five? Five kids. Five. She's gone through five kids driving. But the flip side of that is that she has survived. So (laughs) there is hope somewhere. Somewhere, right? Yeah. Lexton has some friends who have their permits now. And I don't, I should just understand what the actual permitting and licensing and age thing is here. I just haven't looked into it because... Ignorance is bliss, and he got a ride home. Like, I arranged with his friend's parents to bring him home, and his friend drove with his parents in the car, but drove on a permit, which I didn't know. 
until I get this call, like, I don't know, Friday evening from Heather, just mortified that he had been in a car with a friend who was driving. Oh, God. Well, Which just arrived with an adult, right? Right. And, and it was like his friend was driving and his friend's dad was in the passenger seat. Oh, well, then, then oh, come the on. Right. I mean, I get, I understand that initial, like, wow, this is weird. Because it is weird. And 15-year-olds shouldn't be doing anything. <laughs> um, so, but she kind of just went on and on and on about how she doesn't know. And it's this and this and this. Finally, I was like, what, what were you doing when your friends had permits? That's right. Driving around. Like, that's yeah. all we did. Yeah. We would find a parent and find someone who had a permit and drive because mm-hmm. it was cool. And I'm not saying it's the safest thing in the world, but it's also they're getting to that point where you can't say you can't drive in a car with someone who has a permit because that's going to be everyone. Exactly. And and that was kind of what, what she was wanting to do is say he can't drive with anyone who has a permit. I'm like, all right, but you can't pick him up from school. And sometimes I can't. So if that means he's driving home with a kid who has a permit, tough shit, because I don't know what else to do. Like, I, there's no other solution. I can't say, hey, can you bring my son home and not let your kid drive? That just, that seems kind of like a dick thing to do. <laughs> I mean, it does. Like, hey, can you do me a favor in this exact specific way? Exactly. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, I mean, it's like two miles. Does it terrify me? Yeah, definitely. But... I don't know. It seems it just seems kind of inevitable. As long as it's legal, as long as it's allowed, then I don't really see a problem with it. Yeah. I know he I mean, can't be in the front. As... That I know. Right. I mean, and so many of these kids actually have like um they have lift accounts, you know. They shouldn't. I mean, I think that's against the rules, but they're like sort of overlooking that. Right. But uh yeah, it's, it's I, I don't know. I don't know. Lita hasn't gotten into a car yet with somebody who's got their permit, so I don't know how I'm going to feel necessarily. I mean, come on. Let's just be honest here. I'm just going to be frankly fucking honest about this situation. My child, I, I ran errands, leaving my child in the fetal position on her bed, like upset about life, and I get home from running my errands and she has showered and put on a shirt that she got at H&M and she comes downstairs in these 
cute little jeans and this shirt. And she's just like, hey, mom, um, I was wondering. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? What's going on? And I was like, I need a moment. I need a moment. Hold, hold on. Stop. She's like, what is going on? Are you okay? And I was like, I just need to sit down for a second. And I was I literally like grabbed the countertop like Sanford and Sons. And I was like, oh my God, I'm kidding. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just oblivious. She was completely. She just got dressed for the day and that was it. She was completely oblivious. And she's like, oh God, is it because like I, you can kind of see a little bit of skin down here? And I'm like, no, 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 it's not. No, that's not it. Um, I just need to. I need to. <laughs> It's, it's really just everything at the moment. It's really, and it's really just everything. It's the fact that Heather Hamilton, the Heather Hamilton, the, 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 the 90 pound wet dog, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when she was your age, gave birth to this. Like I was trying to wrap my head around the logistics of that. And I, I like immediately, I said, just hold on one second. And I took a picture of her and I sent it to my mom. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> that is, that's a weird, I hadn't considered that because although you're both so similar from mm. like the school and academic and motivational standpoint, she has a very different, very different upbringing than you did. Very different. Like, like way, and, and I mean, it matters it's noticeable all the time, but I mean, in high school with dances, with dressing up, with all of that, it's a it's pretty noticeable. Uh, not only that, she has a very different, she has a very different body than I have. She's a very different body than I have. Like her body looks nothing like mine. Nothing. She received nothing physically from me <laughs> her body is not and I, so i'm like mom i don't under i don't get the logistics of i don't understand help 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 <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a i don't know i i literally like had my brain freeze i was like i i, I couldn't form words i couldn't figure out what the next step was to do like she's like all right can you come straighten my hair for me i'm like yes yeah <laughs> Oh wow. Yeah, and yeah, it is. Like I I mean, I'm sure did Lexton, I mean, it does Lexton have a different upbringing than you had? Yeah, I mean in some senses, but not like I feel like the difference between yours and Lita's is black and white in a lot of ways because you were raised Mormon and she's not. But for me, it's there's differences here and there, but it's nothing that's really quite that stark, I guess. And I'm trying to think of what would be the most significant difference. And I really, I don't know. I don't know what would be the real standout. I mean, other than the fact that I was a single parent, but yeah, um, proximity to family. I did not live near family at all, like eight hours away from the closest family. So that's different for Lexton. And I think that's huge. And it's been tremendous for me, given my situation. Right. But, yeah, I can't think of really anything that would be super significant, which is kind of weird. Whereas, like, Lita has a very, very different upbringing than I had. And, I mean, not, I mean, my parents weren't strict, strict. I mean, I was not allowed to date until I was 16. Um, and that was very embarrassing. I had a, a guy ask me out when I was a freshman, and 
I was not allowed to go on a date with him. And I had to tell him no. And he was like, why? I'm like, well, my church says that we can't go on a date until we're 16. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's like that difference caused by the church. But then everything mm-hmm. else is really similar. Yeah, like we have a really close relationship. She and I do, like I did with my mom. Yeah, it's, you know, growing up it was pretty laid back in terms of, you know, you'll get your work done. I'm not going to, you know, make sure that you're like doing it. You're like, I didn't have a curfew until one night. Like we may have talked about this. I had no curfew throughout high school until one night I went out with my friend who I didn't know uh, was drinking heavily with her boyfriend and I went out with her and ended up very 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 far away it seemed in my head but it was just like two suburbs over (laughs) um and they were both drunk and they needed to get home and so I had to drive them home but it was like I didn't get home until like 12 30 at night and normally I'm supposed to go I was supposed to go in and touch my mom on her face to let her know that I was home but I didn't want to wake her up and the next morning she was just like fuming She's like, okay, so I didn't want to have to do this, but you have to be home like before 11 o'clock. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I was just trying to save the lives of two of my friends. <laughs> I, I was driving them home from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> from Canada. Oh, God. I never really had, I don't really think I had a curfew. I, I feel like there was always a quote unquote curfew, but it was never really a thing. Like it never became an issue. I never got grounded for breaking curfew. I never remember that. I had friends with curfews, but my I mean, my parents were were both exceptionally laid back. I did. That's not yeah. So my my informal curfew was either eleven or twelve or something, and I was coming home from a, from a girlfriend's house actually in high school at like way past curfew it was probably 1 30 in the morning or something whoa in the winter and she had a really long driveway like half a mile probably this kind of windy driveway and i I drove into the ditch because it was icy and i was going fast i was going fast because in my head i'm thinking i broke curfew so i should really hurry even though i'm already like an hour and a half two hours late so flew into the ditch like straight in and i had to like walk back to her house and her, her dad answered the door and he was <laughs> furious. So use their phone, called my dad. And he, I remember he came out and the car was like at a 45 degree angle. Like it was, it was in there and he just kind of looked at it and he was like, well, there's nothing we're going to do tonight. Took You're me like home. The, this is like the, the nerd scene out of a John Hughes film. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah oh my god but it's inter- i feel like you you know as you grow up there's all these things when you're at that age that you you tell yourself you're going to do different like for your kids mm-hmm. but i feel like most of those things end up being the things you latch onto because you realize in hindsight that they really weren't they weren't quite as terrible as you wanted to believe mm-hmm so I, I, it's just making me think now how much we strive to make their childhood the same as ours. And I guess it's probably really dependent on your own childhood, but mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting, 
an interesting thought. That's a really good point because when I think back to my childhood, there wasn't much that I, like the way that my, I mean, because my mother primarily was the one doing all the nurturing and eventually all the disciplining. And like she, she was, we were so intertwined that like, like that, that one instance of curfew was like the only time I ever got sort of disciplined. And I wanted to re recreate that trust with Lita and that has been like the primary goal of like my time with her and her childhood. Um, right. Was to replicate that same relationship. Yeah. The whole church stuff, you know, that's, it doesn't come into play because we don't go to church and. <laughs> well, maybe that's the, maybe that's it though, is maybe it's these, these bigger overarching themes that we latch onto and try mm -hmm. to replicate. And then the process of actually replicating that might end up very different, but with the same result. So like in your case, church was a big thing when you were growing up and you had a great relationship with your mom around that and in that. And you've built that same relationship with Lita without that at all. Yeah. But you had the same goal. Yeah. So we become our parents. That is what happens ultimately. <laughs> oh my God. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then she comes down stairs looking like she did. And I'm like, what do I, do I, do I institute church rules? I don't think I institute church rules because honestly, she's 14 years old and she just. No, no, she's 15. Oh, that's right. Fuck. <laughs> I have to say that now. I have to remember that she's 15. And all I said to her was, um, <laughs> this is what I, I said. Okay. She's like, is it? Because I said to her, wow, okay, whoa. And she's like, what's going on? I said, I just need to, you know, I need a moment. And she's like, oh, 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 is it because I'm showing a little bit of skin down here? And I was like, no, 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 no. I just need to, I need, I need to have just like this one little, and I, and I need you to know that this is coming from a place of love and wanting you to be happy and comfortable. Um, let's just have this small little conversation, okay? And she's like, okay. And I was like, you're going to get some attention you're going to get some attention. And she's like, what? What does that mean? What, what do you mean? And like, like immediately panicked about it. <laughs> I was like, you're going to, there's, there's going to be some interest, you know, in just going to get some attention. And she's like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, yeah. So are you, are you okay with that? And she's like, no, no, no. That's not going to happen, mom. Mom, that's not going to happen. And I was like, Lita, Lita. <laughs> Trust me, it's, it's gonna I, happen. <laughs> trust me, as a mother who wanted to look exactly like you when I was <laughs> your age, trust me, just as long as you're okay with that. And she's like, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's gonna be fine. I was like, okay, I'm just as long as you are comfortable with that, then good. So, did she did she get some undivided attention? I think that she is oblivious to that sort of thing as much as Lexton is to like the existence of. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they don't imagine that it would happen because it yeah. hasn't happened. So even when it does, they don't really see it because she, it's like an is, impossibility. Yeah. Like there are moments. I mean, she's breathtaking always, but there are moments when she's so breathtaking that it, it really, it, it literally, I use that word too much. I listened to a pod, our podcast and I was like, oh my God, shut up, Heather. <laughs> Literally is everything. But sometimes I do have to catch my breath because I catch a glimpse of her and 
I am struck by her uniqueness and how you how beautiful that uniqueness is and she doesn't have any clue she has no clue whatsoever because she's not conventionally like there are girls at school who have their straight hair and they have their cute button noses and they have their cute little shoes and their cute little outfits and you know Lita dresses exactly like she wants to and she's got really thick hair and but that's all Lita right and she has no clue how just truly striking she is and communicating that to her is very difficult because she's like huh what no huh no no i'm gonna go brood (laughs) (laughs) well it's all i mean for her it sounds like it's all internally motivated like this is what i want to wear this is how i want to do my hair this is how i want to look when i look in the mirror not this is how i want this boy to see me which is this is what i'm this is who i am Mm -hmm. so of course she doesn't really see it you know which I think is probably not to say that it's that it's bad to be the other way, but that's probably a good thing. Yeah. You know, she's her own person. She is, and I'm I'm very careful, like and not that I go shopping with her often. Because <laughs> you love shopping. Yeah, I love shopping. But whenever she does go shopping, I make sure that anybody that is with her is like, listen, Lita's very particular. Let her, if she's, if she's not going to love it, then don't force her into it um, because she'll set it aside and she'll never look at it again. And I love that she knows that about herself. Um, I love that she's like, this is, this is who I am and this is what I want to wear and this is what I want to do. She's so much stronger than she gives herself credit for, you know? I think a lot of kids may be like that. She's so much stronger and so much more self-aware than she will ever give herself credit for, especially at that age. Yeah, well, there's so much externally to be concerned with or concerned about that I think it's hard to take pause and look in the mirror and realize. I mean, shit, it's hard to do that as an adult. (laughs) I mean, it really, it's really hard to give yourself time and step back and recognize those qualities. And especially as, as a teenager when so many different things are changing and there's so many different dynamics in a school and, you know, you might be strong and confident but never really feel that way Mm -hmm. which is sad i mean i think i think eventually you do i think eventually you you learn that about yourself and you you grow into it and grow to understand it but high school is just not the time for it for most people some people do i'm sure i did not good (laughs) god i do not want that back at all Never, 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 never. Nope. <laughs> but we get to relive it at a distance, so that works. Yeah. Theoretically. I wish she went to this dance and I was like, oh, yeah. Ooh. I, I just recalled all of the church dances that I went to. I didn't really go to school dances. I went to church dances. <sighs> Whoa. And like, and I told her, I was like, I remember like standing against the wall when the slow, when the slow songs would play because nobody asked me to dance and how isolating that felt, you know? Yep. There were probably like three dozen boys in that gym (laughs) wanting to ask her to dance and didn't. So she felt isolated. Yeah. Yeah. And comes home like, my mom is crazy. I didn't get any attention. Nobody even noticed me. Exactly. No, Lita, they all noticed. They just don't know what to do. Give, give them some time, a couple years. 
Yeah, boys are slow to the uptake there, I think. Yeah, and, you know, we've talked about, you know, the raising girls, uh, raising boys. Ah, I I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, there's the, they're just different challenges. Like so many of the things that you're going through with Lita, I feel like Lexton will be at that point in maybe like 12 years or so because the maturity is just, it's so different. It's just so different. Like he's a mm-hmm. phenomenal kid. He's great at conversation. He's he's interesting and engaging and funny, but it's like that. I don't even, I don't know if it's a self-awareness piece. I just think it comes a little, it just comes later. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's so strange. And it's all his friends that are boys. All of them. He oh, has yeah. friends that are girls and it's talking to them. It feels like I'm talking to one of my friends. Like they were just very much like on the same level and the conversation is great. And then he gets in a group of boys I'm like, oh God, come on, come on. <laughs> Give me something. It's weird. That's why I never dated boys my age. I couldn't handle it. Ugh. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. I mean I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. Some are better than I've... others, but it it's just it's just a gender difference, I think, as they grow up. I explained that to her too. I was like, you know, the boys your age are <clears throat> not really mature enough to understand what they're feeling or even understand how they're feeling about seeing you and what that means for them. Right. Just, just, just the sight of you, they don't understand. <laughs> so the comp like comprehending, talking to you and getting across how they feel without coming across as like, I'm macho. I'm good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm I am a strong boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I'm fine. I, I'm, I'm not stuttering. I'm not stuttering. I'm not like, you know, looking anywhere I shouldn't. <laughs> right. Because they're all at that age where it's like, it is, I mean, it is that feeling, that thought that you don't get yet. You, you like, you feel it and you don't know how to respond to it at all. Mm-hmm. It's not even like that you're worried about responding to it wrong. You just don't even know what right is. Yeah. And that's a weird place to be. You have no way of articulating how you feel. Right. Words don't come. Yeah. Right. And this is just freshman year. <laughs> the rabbit hole is only going to get deeper and deeper oh, with each man. year. Oh, God. And then, then she can drive, and then there's going to be dates. Wow. That's why I, like, I need to call my sister, because my sister looked like that. My sister looked like that when she was Lita's age. <laughs> Should have sent her the photo. I know. <laughs> Help. Help. Oh, man. So, anyway, yeah, that was a ramble. That was after a week of, you know, a week. I kind of feel like, at least on my end, and I guess you from the snow recently, but I'm still kind of coming out of the haze of having to spend a week or more indoors because of the cold and snow days and adjusting to all that it's like it threw it just threw everything off and it takes some some pretty serious time to settle back in yeah but i but lexton was with his mom last weekend 
and he's with her this coming weekend, which means I have two weekends where I get to feel like a normal human being. I don't even know what I'm going to do about it. <laughs> I have no idea. What will you do with all that time? I know, it's so foreign. Clean his desk off is probably what I'm going to end up doing with it. As I sit here with my arms on stacks of papers and books and a deodorant, why that's on his desk and not in the bathroom, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, a spiral with some direction. That's kind of yes. our, that's our specialty. We, we made it to the microphones this week. Honestly, like that is, I think... We made it to the microphone this week. That's right. Credit where credit is due. Yeah. And if, if any of our amazing listeners have anything to add or some, you know, some horror stories for Heather as her, as her stunning daughter goes to more high school dances, we'd love to hear them. You can email us, as always, to stories at manicramblings.com or find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manicramblings. And, of course, on Patreon at patreon.com slash manic ramblings. And until next time, eyes up here, guys. Eyes up here. Eyes up here, guys. Oh, man. (laughs) You had to do that. I did have to do that, right? My eyes are up here, guys. This is where you speak to me. My eyes are up here. See, I never had to say that to anybody. (laughs) It's a good good reminder for the the freshman lot there. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.